It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Adelaide Giants, home to some of the best baseball players and prospects in the world. For a Mitsubishi, you have two clear standouts, Wayville and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian Motors. This is the Bungie and Bretster Show. And we're doing it on a Sunday morning thanks to Mayhem Collectibles. Get ready for Mayhem with Mayhem Collectibles, the parade at Nord. One of Australia's fastest growing trading cars and collectibles specialist, mayhemcollectibles.com.au. Brett Maher, Andrew McLeod are in the studio. Last week on the show, we had a great interview and really enjoyed chatting to Lucy Austin from Matrix because the state netball grand finals were played on Friday night, Bungie, and it turns out Lucy Austin did pretty well. She did, Case, and so did her team. Friday night, Premier League netball results and uh, Matrix took on contacts, the two big uh, colossal teams in South Australia, and uh, Matrix were, were too strong for contacts in both league and reserves. Uh, Matrix claiming their fourth title in a row in the reserves, winning by five goals, um, which is just unprecedented. And our girl, Lucy Austin, dominating the league. Uh, and she actually won the Margangove medal for the MVP of the night to claim the title for Matrix um, and winning by 11 goals. Now, Matrix dominated the first half, 34 to 22, um, and, and contacts came back in the second half, outscoring Matrix 31 to 30, but the damage was done. And uh, yeah, Matrix have, uh, and, and like I said, contacts have dominated the competition for a, for a long period of time now. Um, so well done to to Matrix. I think it's the um, over the last 13 seasons, they have both either won or come runner up, played in the grand final, um, Marzi, um, in an eight team competition. Now, is it time for Netball SA? to actually look at ways of um, – to even out the competition. And that's a bit of a leading question for you there, just quietly, <laughs> Marzi. But um, because uh, the, the other teams need a bit of a fair go. There's there's eight teams in the competition. And to have that dominance across the, the league for such a, a long period of time, um, it uh, a lot of people say it isn't fair. And uh, I know the league are looking into it. They've done a review – um, they're, tr- they're trying to do, I guess, address that disparity. So there'll be more to come in this space, but you've uh, you've cast your eye over a little bit of an article. There was a good article in the paper through the week where um, the netball organisation are looking at trying to even out that competition, uh, looking at installing a point system, uh, regional zones, cutting down a squad sizes. Uh, the last review, apparently, according to that article, was back in 2009 and they made some changes in 2011, but clearly something needs to be done. Those other six teams, I mean, that's a long time without getting through to even play in a grand final. And uh, I think what happens as well is you get two teams that are dominating so much. Those clubs struggle, 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 start producing some really good players and then lose them to one of those two good teams. Or they just poach them. And they just – or they poach them. <laughs> yeah. and, and they continue to get stronger and stronger, those two teams, while the other six are kind of languishing. So it's not good for the league to have two really dominant teams, and I would like to see some changes for I sure. I wouldn't mind the, zone, the whole zone thing. Like if you look at the SANFL and the way that they've been able to do it and allocate uh, zones to their clubs, they can actually go then and develop in those – you know, in those zones so you – you basically go out. You send your development officers out. You send your, you know, you send your players out into these into these areas, 
They go into the schools, they promote the club, they start to, um, when kids are coming through and they have an interest in footy, and in this case it'll be netball, then, you know, you know that when you're, um, that's that's the sport you choose to follow, then this is the pathway for you to go to these clubs. And, you know, it, you can certainly see it in, in the SANFL where it's actually helped the competition. Um, and, you know, they got regional areas too where they can go and promote the sport and um, look to recruit from those areas. I think it's uh, it's something that they sh- certainly should be looking at. My only problem with that is resources. Like, I don't think netball have anywhere near the same resources as footy to be able to put that in place. They're going to need – netball is going to need a lot more money and uh, to get that up and going. They have a lot of participants. Uh, highest participant uh, – I think it's the third most played sport in Australia – very, very good um, support there, but getting out and doing that, I think, is good. The point system can also be very effective in that, but in a lot of point systems, um, where they get derailed is that if you've got someone that's played for your club for a long period of time, they're generally on zero points. Homegrown talent, yeah. and And those two teams at the moment would already have a lot of players that have played for them for a long time. And so they're going to stay there and have limited points. That's so, where the zones come in and, and you can actually develop those players. So when they actually grow up, they, there are points uh, attached to them. So if they do choose to go or teams tend to poach them, then they obviously have got to give up some points. But, um, yeah, I think that's a that's a great idea, Marzi. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. I think there's a little bit of water to go under that bridge yet. I agree. Yeah, certainly, I think hats off to Netball SA because you're right, you can't have two teams dominating. You need other teams getting involved in the Premier League clubs, of course. Well, we'd like to see that shared, the love shared around a little bit. With the Premier League season over, we turn our attention now to the National League and Tanya Obst, coach of the Thunderbirds, a two-year extension to her contract. And, and last season, they missed finals by one game. And with her in charge, they seem to be certainly heading in the right direction. They certainly do. And, you know, they've obviously got a um, couple of the best defenders and we talked about them in the um, in the Com games, Brett's, Brett's favourite. But we did talk about um, Latanya Wilson and also uh, Shamira Sterling. Uh, you know, like in th- their success that they've come off from the J- Jamaican um, Sunshine Girls in the Com games, but also the fact that they were both – they're both elite netballers playing for us. We've got um, – Lucy Austin has just signed. We talked about Lucy. Lucy's actually um, – another accolade for Lucy is that uh, the Southern Force uh, netball uh, competition in the – it's in the national competition. They have a comp- – uh, that starts – I think it's August 22nd to 28th and it's a, it's a pathway competition that they uh, – they play against the Collingwood Magpies, Tasmania, uh, Queensland Sapphires, the Swifts Academy, Giants Academy – um, West Coast Reserves and the Sunshine Coast Lightning. So it's an opportunity for to to uh, unearth some of that uh, talent as well. Um, Lucy Austin is going to be the, the captain of that. And, uh, you know, she looks like she's going to add some value to the Thunderbirds moving forward too. So, um, yeah, it's a great get to to secure that the service of Tanya Obbs for the next couple of years. For me, we've been sport with the Thunderbirds. I think we take them for granted a little bit. They're always up around the mark, always doing well. Uh, whether they're winning or they're making the finals, they always seem to get good talent in as well. They're one of the Adelaide teams that has always done well in attracting some good international talent. And we see some of the Jamaican girls playing here. And, uh, yeah, they make it exciting to go down um, to the stadium and watch. And, Bunchy, we know your family's involved in netball. Have you ever played yourself mixed or in a men's competition? Uh, I, played, yes. I actually played a little <laughs> bit of mixed. Um, Brett's, Brett's played in one of my mixed teams uh, a few years ago. It's, uh, 
And he, uh, he wasn't much chop. I was terrible. Uh, I kept trying to shoot threes and they told me I wasn't allowed to. You're shooting from outside the <laughs> circle. Uh, they didn't have the super shot back then. It would have been good if they brought that in. But no, I did play a little bit. I actually played um, when I was when I was playing footy, which was I didn't realise as a no-no. You weren't allowed to play until I got a tap on the shoulder from uh, Trevor Jakes back in the day and said, hey, mate, you might want to reconsider playing this mixed netball on a, on a Sunday afternoon after footy. I don't think it's a good look. The reason I ask is we've just won the Commonwealth Games gold medal for it to get into the Olympics, which is a possibility in Brisbane in 2032. The IAC says they want to involve sports that are heavily, that have both men and women involved. And at the moment, men's netball is not at the elite level strong enough for it to be pushed into the Olympics. And Netball Australia has recognised that and are going to try and pump up the men's version of the game. For me, the only drawback for netball is that I don't know if it's played in enough countries. It's clearly played right through the Commonwealth, but outside of the Commonwealth, I don't think it's played in in the US. It's not played in Russia. In some of the big countries that perform at the Olympics, I don't think it's going to be represented and hence I don't know if it'll get that backing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but um, oh, actually, yeah, if they, they can actually get that, um, well, we're not, you know, the male participa- participation, I should say, in uh, netball is, is certainly growing. And I know that the South Australian side, um, they often they often uh, train a lot with the Thunderbirds and some of the, the state league teams to, uh, you know, to build their competition. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all unfolds. Well, we are underway here on the Bungie and Bretster Show on your Sunday morning. We've got a lot to look forward to. We've got basketball coming up, Com Games, and Adelaide's newest national champions, the Adelaide Avalanche Ice Hockey National Champions. We're going to be talking that when we return, but now it is time for the 10 o'clock news. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91 91.